everyone, a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you with lots of energy on a Friday night, as always, from Little Castaways Beach on the sand next to the waves with Rob and Kennedy here. Where are you guys hanging out? Welcome, by the way. Hello. Hello. It's really nice to be here. Yeah, we are in a place called Newcastle upon Tyne, which is just in the northeast of England. Travel two hours north of us. You'll be in Scotland. It's a beautiful morning, actually, where we are. So it's great. You sound surprised. <laughs> we are because it's usually raining. We live right next to the beach as well. Oh, lovely. And the office, but which, which is gorgeous, right on the coast. But usually it's raining. But we have, we fact, we've stolen a bit of your sun, I think. So. Fantastic. Well, we've got plenty to share, so you're welcome to it. So, folks, you probably don't know Robin Kennedy. I didn't until they joined a JV double a mastermind group that they were in, and and I I stalked them for a while and saw how astute their questions and comments were, and I thought I've got to have these guys on the show. We've got a hypnotist and we've got a psychological mind reader who use their keen insight into the human mind to win customers. And they're also the founders of the revolutionary SaaS platform Response Suite. That's www.responsesuite.com, which helps businesses turn feedback into sales. Probably not a bad entree to the title of this little interview, which is how to speak with more qualified prospects and earn more from those who aren't a great fit. And Rob and Kennedy are going to show you how to do that in just seven minutes. So, folks, our time starts now. Question number one, who's your ideal client? So we work with coaches. You know that problem you've got when you need to find the perfect person who's going to be a great fit for your coaching program. And sometimes you spend a load of time on the phone with somebody having a strategy call or a discovery call, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. And you find that actually... I've got to the end of this. I spent an hour talking to this person and they don't even have the money to join my coaching program. So even if they want to, they physically can't. Or they're too, you know, at the beginning of their journey. And I help people who are more advanced. And we know how frustrating that is when you're having that conversation and you get to a point when you realize this person shouldn't be on the phone with me. I shouldn't be wasting their time. They should be off exploring something that they're able to do. And I could be speaking to somebody who's a better fit. Fantastic. That was that was question one, two, three, four, and five, I think. No, it's probably actually just question <laughs> one and two. So it's, it sounds like that's the problem you solve is that you've got these probably coaches, consultants, et cetera, who are speaking to a bunch of people who aren't well qualified. Is that a good right, way to sum it up? Or? The other thing you've got, though, as well, is those people who are not qualified to speak with you, what are you doing with them? Right. So right now you're probably putting them over to one side and just maybe having some kind of very weak, apologetic moment of, I'm really sorry, I don't right. think I'm really fit right now. Yeah. But what if instead, if you had a really good, if your application form to speak with you, for example, qualified them or disqualified them based on some questions you write. For example, if one of your key qualifiers might be something like what is your budget right now to invest or which stage of your business are you at right now or what is your biggest challenge you're facing and if their answer that they pick from a, a multiple choice question is something which actually is not something you can help them with maybe they haven't got the budget maybe they're not at the right phase right now maybe they don't need help with the thing you need help with then maybe you could offer them a downsell product instead so mm. rather than getting on the phone with you and chatting with you about your coaching program which helps them with one specific thing let's say you don't help people out with getting more visitors to their website for example instead of getting on the phone with you Instead, now what you're going to do is take them to a different page and put them onto a different mailing list in your email marketing system mm. and offer them a product or maybe a third-party product, hashtag affiliate marketing, if that fits your bag, and offer them that instead automatically. So now not only are you making great sales by speaking to more qualified people on the phone, 
with your strategy sessions, but also the people who you can't help right now, you are offering some, sale, some sales or some advice and making some sales of those people that you wouldn't normally make sales of at all. Not only that, the other great benefit of that is you're then helping the people who are not at the right stage yet to move to the right stage. So you help them, they get the advice they want, and you make some extra sales, which creates a really nice ecosystem for your business. That's a fantastic uh, idea, and it's, it's the answer to question number five. So you guys are really super achieving here. I want to roll <laughs> it back but to say question three. What are some of the symptoms that people experience? If they've, they're having these consults, they're not converting because they're not qualified, how are these guys and gals going to be feeling before they get to your solution? What, what are some of the symptoms that's happening in their business or their life? So the major problem here is that you find that your diary is booking up really, really fast. And that means that there's a certain amount of burnout, whether you're doing the calls yourself or you maybe have a team of salespeople doing it or a salesperson doing it. And you just find that actually the diary is booking up, but mm. the sales per hour, if you like, the sales that mm. you're making per day are too low. Right. So you hear about coaches and consultants who are making X thousand, X hundred thousand or X million dollars a year. And that all sounds great. And you think, but my diary's full and I'm having these conversations and they're just not converting. Right. And actually you realize that part of that, that sales process is getting the right people in the first place. Perfect. So question four, and we've got three minutes left and we can skip question five because it's been more than adequately answered. You're going to have some people who have these, this problem with these symptoms and they're going to try something and they're going to be mistakes. They try stuff that's not going to work before they find your solution. What are some of the common mistakes that your ideal clients make in trying to solve this problem before they find you? The first thing that most people try is they think, I just want to get on the phone with everybody. Mm. Just thinking, you know what it is? If they, as one of your previous guests has, has mentioned, a few of them actually have mentioned, if they've got a pulse, I'll speak to them because I'm a really good converter and I can really right. compel them and tap into their mindset. Look, we're pretty good at influencing <laughs> people. I'm a psychological mind reader. I have been for nearly 17 years. Rob's been hypnotizing people to do things they would never normally do for 16 years. We can compel people to do things, but compelling somebody who actually hasn't got the problem you solve is, is very, very difficult. Mm. So getting on the phone with the, all the wrong people is, is one of those things that a lot of people try and do. The second thing is when they put together their application form, people tend to ask a lot of questions that they don't need the answer to. Right. If you have, a, if you have questions in your application form, for your coaching program, which you wouldn't mark as required, then the thing is you probably don't need that answer. So mm. take the question out. And by having lots of unrequired, unnecessary questions in your application form, what that generally means is your completion rate of the application form drops through the floor, which you don't want. You want a high completion rate of your application form of highly qualified people. So make sure, and the next piece of that is usually to make sure you route people correctly through that. So make sure you put in lots of disqualifying possible answers. Mm. That's what you need to do. So put in, put in some answers, which are checkboxes or radio buttons, which you know if they check that, that person's not a fit. And then you can move on to the things we talked about earlier. Perfect. Yes, indeed. Downsell. So one minute, 12 seconds left. Thank you. Two questions left. Question number six, one valuable free resource we could direct people to, a landing page of some sort? Yeah, so we actually put together something called the perfect application form. It's literally our template, if you like, for the perfect coaching application form. It talks about what questions to ask, the colors, the layout, all of that great stuff. Every bit of psychology we've learned from doing that. Wonderful. You can download it. 
because we've got 50 seconds left. Uh, you can download it over at perfectapplicationform.com. Perfectapplicationform.com, and it sounds like the perfect URL for perfect application form. And one question left, which is, and we've got a whopping 33 seconds. What's the one question I didn't ask you, but I should have? And the answer, please. What is the answer? The question is, what is the most important question on your coaching application form? Ooh, and nice the, an one. the answer is the one question that will help you to determine whether or not that person is a good fit. So just when you put your application form together, sit back and say, what's the one, if I can only ask one question, what is the one piece of information to decide yes or no, is this person a fit? Is it budget, is it experience? What is that question? That's, Perfect. that's the question. Robin Kennedy, I have exactly two seconds to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.